leader people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hello, you're listening to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network. Speaking truth and power and accurate information to Americans who are willing to listen. This fight continues in terms of taking back our rights, our freedoms, our liberties from governments that have taken it and accrued power. They will not relinquish this unless we get them to the ballot box or in the courts. That's what a government does. They take power from us and they maximally abuse it. The key here in this uh, talk show is to share information so people can lead more informed lives, uh, to try and push back against the tyranny and the, and the fight that is against us. We must wage a battle now legally, civilly, peacefully. So let me begin. Um, right now, the Biden administration has a serious problem with these classified documents that are being found in his in his place, in his residences. And uh, the question, the real question is, why is it being revealed now? Why did the Justice Department wait so long? Um, what did they know and when did they know it? And who put those documents there? I don't even think President Biden knows at times a day of the week. So I don't even think he knows the content. Uh, is he being set up? Is he being set up to be to be removed uh, so that he doesn't run in 2024? Another question is, why has the head of the Justice Department, Garland, not issued a search warrant yet? Why is there differential treatment to Trump? They issued search warrant and 30-something FBI agents were outside his home and then went through everything in his home. Why not for Biden? What is the content of those documents? Do those documents have anything to do with Ukraine, the son Hunter? It's a very serious question. Were they being hidden there because of the content? A major question is, the FBI agents uh, desecrated Trump's home. They went through all of the bedrooms, from what we are told in reporting, and went through all of the bedrooms and closets of even First Lady Melania. The reporting back then, when they were in a frenzy, just at the end of 2022, was that agents went through all of her clothing, etc. Why? Why did they do that? But now, why are they not going through the bedroom of First Lady uh, Biden? Why? Why is Jill Biden uh, getting a pass here? Why are they not going through her clothing? Why? There's something very wrong here. And uh, we are waiting now on the Justice Department. It has no uh, reputation, no credibility anymore, based on how they have acted 
regarding President Trump uh, and all of the lies, etc. So let's see if they will regain some of their credibility. But this is an incredible story as it is on face value because it tells you that um, a move has been made to hurt Biden. Bottom line is they can't move on Trump now. They can't arrest him because, you know, they, they're not ball insane, psychopathic people. I call them sociopaths to any government and in the media. The legacy medias in America is comprised of sociopaths. They call for Trump to be in prison. Some even went as far as, say, executed. I'm listening to the language now with Biden. I notice they don't use similar language. Why? What's the difference? If Trump had documents, now Biden has, we have to treat them the same. That language should have never been used on President Trump. What they want, they hate Trump that much. If they could, if they could imprison him, if they could take a knife and stick him in his back and twist the knife in his chest, they would. These leftist freaks in Washington. That's what I call them, freaks. I work there. When President Trump called it a, a swamp, inside of him, he knew what he was really calling them. I, I wouldn't say what I really think of them in D.C., the swamp, the filthy, putrid, fecal people. And now that we've seen Biden has classified documents and they're all at CNN turning themselves into pretzels, pretzels trying not to say the same things they said about Trump. They're trying to explain and excuse Biden's. Anyway, I want to take the temperature down a little bit and touch on some other topics that I think are very important. And one of them, I mean, before I move on, I want to ask a simple question. Is it king for king? Is it that their hatred for Trump, our king, is so much that we are facing, we are watching what we call Harry Carry, king for king. They don't want to take down one of our bishops, our pawns. No. They want our king so badly that they are willing to take down their own king, Biden. Harry Carry. They're going to fall on their own sword even. They will hurt their own selves just to get a Trump. That's to tell you how insane and psychopathic these people are. But I want to talk about an, a memo, a short letter that was written by a, a well, I mean, I met him in the freedom movement, Dr. Francis Christian. He was one of the doctors in Canada that, in Saskatchewan, that the government moved on and uh, stripped his license because of his support of early treatment and his questions on the pandemic from the beginning. So they blacklisted him and went after him and he was a reputable doctor, clinician, I think a specialist in his area. I believe he was a surgeon. And he wrote this, the title is A Memo to Tyranny. And I showcase it on my substack. Remember, you can find my substack at Alexander COVID News. That is A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R with a space, then COVID with a space, then news. And you can also find me on my website, drpaulalexander.com. drpaulalexander.com. There are no spaces, no caps. Remember, once again, keep supporting 
this uh, America Out Loud uh, talk radio, this particular talk show, as well as all of the other uh, scientists and doctors and freedom fighters who host their own shows on this network. This is a tremendous opportunity America Out Loud is giving us and um, this uh, radio network. So anyway, let me read this memo because I think the language is great. So um, Dr. Christian's memo begins here. As a warning to those who believe that the human race is up for sale and, and enslavement, remember that we who believe in freedom always win and you always lose, always. Our victory may not be immediate or even immediately obvious when it occurs, but it is always waiting in the wings, ready to move in and lay waste to the fragile fortresses of tyranny that you have built. We who believe in peaceful civil disobedience must remind you of its power, its power to bring down empires, its power to harass, to harry and hung the evil, its power to embarrass and dethrone the tyrant, and its resilience over many centuries, ever since the cross and the resurrection proved for all time that evil has no future. I'll stop here, I'm not done, but I just wanna remind you of a couple of words here. First of all, um, Dr. Christian, Francis Christian, is someone very steep in the Christian faith. Christianity, I believe he's Catholic. Um, but that really has nothing to do with it, whether he's Christian. He's a man of faith. It could be any faith. Once it's a peaceful, civil faith that does not aspire to harm anyone, he's a God-fearing individual, his God. Um, but I think um, he's, pre he's preaching peaceful, civil disobedience. And what he's trying to say is that once people understand in a society that the power really resides with them and you have the power to take on any government if government is doing wrong peacefully with civil disobedience. And I, and I think he's drawing on Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi. Um, uh, and his philosophies and fight for the Indian population to, to gain its independence from Britain peacefully. So I will continue now. I'm continuing with quote. In my essay on freedom, I pointed out that freedom's productive coupling with truth makes it invincible. Tyranny may have its little day, but the long night of oblivion for totalitarianism that follows freedom's triumph must make the tyrant tremble. In addition, tyranny is inherently an insecure, unstable system built upon shifting sand and frequently turns upon itself. I'll stop here again. I'd like to draw your attention to Dr. Francis's inv invocation, invocation always of the cross, the cross that Christ died on and the resurrec resurrection after his, his rising. His resurrection. I'll continue now, open quote again. Even during the 70 odd years of communism's 
terrifying rain across the world, across half the world, for example, there was never any rest for the wicked, and the communist empire was never at ease and constantly turning upon itself. The crowns and the uneasy heads of these tyrants were constantly being replaced by other heads and crowns through bloody revolts, rebellions, intrigues, purges, and persecutions. The inheritors of Bolshevism, blood, Bolshevism's bloody and cruel assassination of the Tsar and his young family in the wake of the revolution of 1917, that's the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917, were themselves soon hunted down by other pretenders to the crown. Leon Trotsky, one of, the, one of communism's chief cheerleaders and one of its most fearsome tyrants, was tracked down and killed with a pickaxe supposedly on the orders of Stalin. Numerous others in the communist hierarchy who once thought their positions of privilege and power impregnable were executed in the terrifying purges of the 1930s. When communism collapsed in the 1990s, out of its ashes emerged truth and freedom, intact, triumphant. Also intact and triumphant were the great works of Russian literature that the communists tried but could never fully suppress. Even in the days before the internet, the Russian Samizdat, that's Russian for self-punished underground press, would be working in dimly lit apartments with manual typewriters and carbon copies. And in the early hours of the morning, extracts from the Bible, the works of Mikhail Bulgakov, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, Boris Pasternak, and other Russian masters, and current real news will be smuggled out and distributed in the streets of the great Russian cities and later throughout the Soviet Union. In the connected world of today, no tyrant should think that the truth can be hidden for any length of time, nor is it possible to snuff out today's Samizdat press. As the Twitter files have recently shown, there's really no place for the tyrant to hide. We will relentlessly pursue and expose you peacefully, effectively, efficiently, and ruthlessly we will hunt you. And the full weight of the law will most certainly catch up with you, not in the near term perhaps, but sooner than you think. You who have sowed to the wind will, will as surely reap the whirlwind as day dot follow night. We who believe in the inherent value of individual human life also care deeply about the environment and condemn its mindless degradation and mankind's insatiable desire to consume finite resources. But no pagan Mother Earth subterfuge mantra that you, the climate change mafia dictators of today, proclaim in your quest to isolate a Davos elite for yourselves will be able to save you from the fierce and purifying fires of massive civil disobedience and revolt. If you and your work bureaucratic army dare to elevate the earth above those of us who live in it, dare to take our livelihoods away and impoverish us, we will make sure that the blowback you receive teaches you a lesson you will never forget. Nevertheless, when our courts declare you guilty as hell, our mercy will season justice, and your optional sentence will be to be left in the high Arctic with nothing but a fleet of your favorite electric cars. We do not wish this fate for you. There's still time for you to turn your artificial lives around and embrace freedom with us. 
but not that much more time. Close quote. Beautiful, beautiful old day, I find. Let me end this segment. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen on your media player from any browser, web browser, anywhere in the world. All of my shows go to podcasts the following day after this, after the podcast is heard, broadcast on a talk radio. You can hear them also on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many more. You can find out more about my show and get all the latest podcasts if you go to the menu navigation bar at America Out Loud under our shows or schedule. And look for Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Substack. You can find my Substack. It's Alexander COVID News. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to consider subscribing, please. It's free generally, but there's a modest, a modest yearly subscription fee. I've reduced it to half the cost that, uh, that others charge. This is an appreciation for your support and your loyalty. And I give you all of the COVID news, all of even political news there. I also have a website, drpaulalexander.com. And if you wanted to support me further, you can go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, at my email, sr72 at gmail.com. Um, what I also wanted to tell you is I wrote this book called Presidential Takedown and really was a look at how President Trump was subverted and toppled from the inside by Fauci and CDC, etc. Look, we know we suffered devastations under Trump with the lockdowns and the vaccines, but they subverted him. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. America OutLoud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. 
So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Hello, welcome back to Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Thank you for joining. Um, I want to touch on some some different topics right now that I think are important. Uh, what I want to talk to you about is flagrant First Amendment violations by the Biden White House in demanding censorship on anyone raising COVID vaccine concerns or any questions. I think these are censorship situations actually began in the Trump administration too, but it came to a head and flourished under the Biden administration as soon as they took office. And um, they engaged in a, in a huge, huge push on censorship. And they used people like the Surgeon General Murthy. Um, I mean, I, I was very disappointed in him that he would come out front and engage in such harsh censorship and produce all of these documents talking garbage. This guy, this guy respected, particularly as an immigrant originally, you know, a brown person, um, educated, etc. But he's talking garbage about disinformation uh, leading to a poor health in COVID. What junk garbage this guy. He should be ashamed. His license, his medical license should be taken away from him. I don't even think he ever saw a COVID patient. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. But him and the rest of that administration. So they were um, Daily Skeptic Jones published some uh, reports on email exchanges, and this was very troubling. Emails between the White House and Twitter, Facebook, etc. So I wanna touch on some of them because I find these email exchanges give a lot of information. And these exchanges, we, we're learning about them because of some court cases that are making their way through the court, through the system. And by um, access to information, freedom of information, they have to be made available. So let me begin here. There's an email exchange between Rob Flatterhe. Okay. Flaherty. Rob Flaherty, the White House's director of digital media. So it's Biden's White House. Director of Digital Media, and several social media executives. And it really shows that there was COVID censorship at the highest levels of government and um, pressure from the White House to these IT companies, these media companies. So I'll give you an example. On March 14, 2021, Mr. Flaherty emailed a Facebook executive. This is Facebook, he wrote. And um, the subject line, quote, you are hiding the ball, close quote. And he wrote is he wrote this, that you are spreading ideas that contribute to vaccine hesitancy. I think there is a misunderstanding, the executive from uh, Facebook wrote back. I don't think this is a misunderstanding, Mr. Flaherty replied. We are we at the White House are gravely concerned that your service, for example, Facebook, is one of the top, top drivers of vaccine hesitancy, period. We want to know that you are trying. We want to know how we can help you, as we at the White House, to censor 
and we want to know that you are not playing a shell game. This will, this will all be a lot easier if you would just be straight with us. Then on March 21st, after failing to placate Mr. Flaherty, the Facebook executive wrote back. I'm not saying the name in the on air. The Facebook executive sent an email detailing the company's plan policy changes. So in other words, what Facebook now is going to do in response to the pressure and the request from the White House, Biden's White House. They included, we will remove vaccine information and we reduce the uh, virality of content discussing vaccines that does not contain actionable misinformation. Facebook characterized this material as often true content that can be framed as sensation, alarmist, or shocking. Facebook pledged to remove these groups, people, pages, and accounts when they are disproportionately promoting the sensationalized content. In that exchange, the White House, the White House's flaherty demanded to know what Facebook was doing to limit the spread of viral content on WhatsApp, a private message app, especially given this reach in immigrant communities and communities of color. The company responded three weeks later with a lengthy list of promises. On April 9th, Mr. Flaherty asked, so this is Flaherty from Facebook, what actions and changes you are making to ensure you're not making our country's vaccine hesitancy problem worse? So he's asking Facebook this. He faulted Facebook for insufficient zeal or enthusiasm in earlier efforts to control political speech. In the electoral context, you tested and deployed an algorithm shift that promoted quality news and information about election. You only did this, however, after an election that you helped increase skepticism in and an insurrection which was plotted in large part by your platform. And then you turned it back off. I want some assurances now. This is uh, the White House is telling Facebook. I want some assurances based, based on data that you're not doing the same thing again here. The Facebook employee responded, understood. Then on April 14th, it went further. Facebook's Flaherty no, Mr. Flaherty is not with Facebook, my mistake. The White House's Flaherty, so this is a White House official, pressed the Facebook executive about why, open quotes, the top post about vaccines today, close quotes, is Tucker Carlson, open quotes, saying they don't work, close quotes. I want to know what reduction actually looks like, he said. The Facebook executive responded, running this down now. So in other words, he's saying that you're trying to figure out how that post remained up on Facebook. On April 23rd, it went further. White House's Flaherty sent the Facebook executive an internal memo that he claimed had been circulating in the White House. It asserts that Facebook plays a major role in the spread of COVID vaccine misinformation and accuses the company of, among other things, Failure to monitor events, posting anti-COVID, 
anti-vaccine disinformation and directing attention to COVID skeptics, anti-vaccine trusted messengers, close quotes. I suppose I meant people like me. Then on May 10th, the White House, the Facebook executive sent Mr. Flaherty at the White House a list of steps Facebook had taken to increase vaccine acceptance. So to minimize or eliminate vaccine hesitancy posts and increase those that focused on vaccine acceptance. Mr. Flaherty of the White House scoffed, open quote, hard to take any of this seriously when you are actively promoting anti-vaccine pages in the search, close quote, and linked to an NBC reporter's tweet. The Facebook executive wrote back, thanks, Rob, open quote, thanks, Rob, both of the accounts featured in this tweet have been removed from Instagram entirely for breaking our policies, close quote. I'm just um, looking at this properly to make sure that I am uh, quoting what, where this executive works. So, yes, Facebook, correct. I just wanted to make sure because they mentioned tweet and Facebook. Facebook doesn't do tweets. Twitter does tweets. Anyway, maybe it's just the wrong language to use. Anyway, President Biden, Press Secretary Jen Psaki, and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy later publicly vowed to hold the platforms accountable if they didn't heighten censorship. On July 16, 2021, a reporter asked Mr. Biden his, open quote, message to platforms like Facebook, close quote. He replied, open quote, this is Biden. They are killing people, close quote. Mr. Biden later claimed he meant users, not platforms, were killing people. So what he's saying is that us who use Twitter and Facebook, we are killing each other. I wonder if Biden ever, I know he doesn't know what he's saying, but sometimes I think his handlers should make sure he shouldn't say certain things because it makes you realize his position, his the depth of his deficits. Anyway, Mr. Biden later claimed he meant users, not platforms, were killing people. But the record shows Facebook itself was the target of the White House's pressure campaign. The White House, Mr. Flaherty, also strong-armed Google in April 2021, accusing YouTube, which it owns, of funneling people into vaccine hesitancy. He said this concern was shared at the highest, and I mean the highest levels of the White House and required more work to be done. Mr. Flaherty demanded to know what further measures Google would take to remove this favored content. An executive responded that the company was working to address your concerns related to COVID-19 misinformation. So the truth of the matter is, um, what we're really talking about is censorship. And I myself have dealt with a lot of censorship um, in the United States and in Canada. I dealt with censorship within the government as when I was at Health and Human Services reporting to the White House. Censorship within the government, with, with deep state actors within the government, 
um, people at CDC, NIH, FDA, etc. Censorship by the media in Canada, censorship by the media in the United States, um, moves to harass, smear, slander, remove. I mean, what more censorship could you have that we have written scientific papers? We've submitted papers to publish. Reviewers of the journals, scientists, doctors have reviewed them, accepted it for publication. It went to the editor. The editor then finalized it, bulletproofed it, and approved it. Then it went to the publishing arm, and they published it. It went on to PubMed, Medline, and was available to the global viewership. We actually began to send, to cite it. Then all of a sudden, after five to six days, it just disappeared. It is the first time, the first time in history that a paper, a research scientific medical paper, has been published in the medical domain. And after it was published, going through all of the steps, the journal decided to take it down. And that's what happened. The journal decided to take it down because our word is, and I believe Dr. McCullough right now, there's a legal case going on with this journal over this. What we understand is the pharmaceutical companies that provide donations to that journal put muscle on them. We were, the argument was about myocarditis in young people. So in other words, the, uh, the, the pharmaceuticals put muscle and got the journal. Money talked. Got the journal to remove it. They just removed the research paper. Never happened before. That's a garbage. That's the situation we live in today. And um, in the Trump administration also, but in the Biden administration, it took on a whole different agenda. Like it was on steroids, where the move was to censor us. People like me, McCullough, etc. Stop our writing prevent what we're seeing from getting out there in media. I want to talk about another story I saw that was, I, found, I found interesting, troubling, frightening. It's called, It has to do with what we call Plantifa. P-L-A-N-T-I-F-A, like, like a, a synonym of Antifa. And I'm saying in my substack, remember Alexander COVID News, that they should try this crap in America. Let's see how America responds to them. And these are these activist-type people. They've created this group similar to Antifa, called Plantifa. And they say, we are gorilla, we are gorilla um, planters. We are gorilla um, gardening people and tree planters, etc. We, this Plantifa, gorilla gardening, they call it, they call it gorilla gardening. Gorilla gardening entails intentionally going onto other people's property and land and planting trees and fruit trees and, and gardening on their property on other people's land. So my question in my substack is, I wonder how that would work in the US. I just wonder with people understanding their second amendment rights, that you could just come on my property and start digging holes and all kinds of crap like that and planting your crap on my land. I just wonder, and it's called um, Plantifa, and um, it's to promote eco-justice, guerrilla gardening, as I said, it's coming into your property and using your property to develop for their own purposes. Anyway, as you try to get your blood pressure down from listening to that plenty for crap, I want to talk about uh, about uh, 
America out loud again and how tremendous this program is and what it's doing for us and allowing us the portal that we could talk about liberties and freedoms as we fight to take it back. I also want to talk about the Unity Project that I support out of California. This unique organization was founded about two years ago to really fight against the vaccine in children and healthy children. And, and they're doing such a good job. They help host to defeat the mandates rally in, um, in California last year. I also want to talk about the wellness company. This company I'm, I'm now connected to and supporting. I work with McCullough and Rich in this company. And it's, it's really the future of healthcare in America because COVID showed us how busted and broken it is. Normal doctors would go to buy us bought out, sold us out with the vaccines, the lockdowns, just the whole denial of early treatment. This company is called The Wellness Company. And you can find them at www.twc.health. That's twc.health. And you could connect there with trusted doctors. There are doctors there like Dr. Ben Marble, etc. This is the future of medical care. You know, you have access to top flight healthcare on call from anywhere. And by visiting twc.health, you can get access to uncensored content, the ability to schedule viral virtual appointments with trusted doctors, doctors who aren't scared to follow protocols that keep you healthy, access to wholly owned pharmacy, internet pharmacies that will fill your prescription, exclusive treatment packages. You could even get vaccine-exempt letters. You could even get top-class, really, really good world-class supplements and healthcare products. You can take a look at them. Make your own decision. Make your own informed decision. The last few years have shown us that the medical system is garbage and junk. We have to break the power of big pharma now. TWC.help. Please check my substack, Alexander COVID News. Consider supporting me. Go to Zell at sr7283 at gmail.com and consider my book, Presidential Takedown on Amazon. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD.
Hey, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in again to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network. This is such a tremendous opportunity again because I'm so grateful to America Out Loud Talk Radio on iHeartRadio Network for this opportunity for all of us scientists speaking and preaching truth, freedom, and liberty in this world, this work world we live in now of cancellation. Look, I wanted to spend some time here on a couple of issues. Um, the lockdowns, because it's very important, because it was the lockdown that we never did before that shaped what happened across uh, 2020, 2021, 2022. So, and now we are fighting against the, the ravages of it. And the thing is that, that we speculate that it will take the rest of the 21st century, so 80 more years, for us to recover from what the lockdowns did. We found no evidence that the lockdowns worked, that the school closures worked, that the mass mandates worked. All of them failed everywhere. Every single lockdown was shielding in place. They were catastrophic failures. And, um, you know, there was this interesting study just came out uh, by um, Arnott and Mulligan question was how deadly were the COVID lockdowns? And what they found was for Americans under 45, there were more excess deaths or cause mortality without the virus in 2020-2021 than with it. Look, we can't deny the virus was deadly. Deadly to a select group of people. Elderly, high-risk people particularly underlying medical conditions, and those who are obese, et cetera, with, with risk factors. But the reality is that we lost far more by the lockdowns and the draconian measures. I call them the lockdown lunacy measures. And before I talk a little bit about the lockdowns, because of a paper that I had written two years ago, 2.4 years ago, you know, I wanted to um, I wanted to touch on some some really kind of troubling um, uh, troubling uh, things that I have listened that I've listened to and I have read, and one of them surrounds um, transgender in Canada, and there seems to be this big push in Canada to mainstream this transgender, I call it garbage. And I mean, I'm talking to you as a person, as a citizen, etc. but as a parent too, so I could talk. I think this is a whole load of bull, garbage, bringing this transgender madness. And in Trudeau's Canada, we have some reports today. I read that the Canadian public schools are indoctrinating kids formally in transgender identification. And I call it insanity, and they're doing it. It seems that the government is giving the schools, the public schools, public, not separate, public, the ability to do it without parental consent. And I think it's, um, it's a very uh, troubling situation. I will read a small part of something I read today. On January 5th, the National Post published an extraordinary piece of reporting that has gotten little attention, but it is a devastating piece. And the title was, How Canadian Public Schools Aid Students 
gender, tra gender transition without family consent. And it lays out the details of what is becoming standard practice in Canadian public schools that the government is sanctioning and allowing. Well, well, the government is facilitating and promoting. Um, the report begins by detailing how a Calgary teacher told a grade six class that their classmates had, had come out as transgender, but they mustn't let slip their classmates' new identity to her parents who did not know the student had begun identifying this way. In short, one mother said, kids were being taught to lie to parents, 11-year-old kids. So schools in Canada are not only affirming this transgender garbage. Look, I call it garbage. I will ask anybody to, to, to debate me on it. Show me the science. We're beginning to hear all sorts of science right now where a lot of people who touch this as adults want to go back. I mean, you can't be taking little girls and operating on them and removing their breasts. What kind of madness is this? You're damaging them for the rest of their lives. What parents are involved in this? What kind of, not lunacy, this is psychotic criminality in my, from my point of view. Where did this come from all of a sudden? They have no clinical or medical basis for any of this. What kind of garbage teachers and the schools teaching here? And in Canada, it's taking the global lead. For me, if you have your child in a public school, take them out. Canadian schools, the public schools, not only affirming transgender crap, they're actively keeping the information about the children from their parents. And when the child comes into the school setting, the child becomes that other person. So the child might leave the home as Johnny, 10-year-old Johnny. But when Johnny reaches the school, the whole school dealing with him as 10-year-old Susie. What kind of bull is this? And they're saying it is presumption that the parents might be a danger to the child. And that day, the government employees, these putrid school teachers, these schools are better suited and equipped to deal with this incredibly sensitive, life-changing changes. And we have these crazy, these crazy doctors in Canada, these, these psychotic freaks that denied early treatment and caused so much deaths in Canada in COVID. They help push the vaccine so they keep their jobs and their salary and they got incentivized. They should all be investigated and jailed. And they are applauding the schools. They are applauding these educational professionals, they say. Look, my blood pressure is too high dealing with that story. I want to calm down and I don't want to say anymore. All I'm saying is if that was my child, I get to find out that crap in their school. I pulling them out. They have no way they stay in there. I don't want no punk teacher. I don't even know you. I raising my children in my home, my Christian values. Are you fooling around with them? And 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 want to change their gender? But you freak. You could go in the bush and live with your freakness. Why all interfering with people, children? Anyway. I wanted to go to the story about lockdowns because it's very important. Um, 
before I move on to lockdowns a little bit, I want to talk about a study that was published and I was interviewed. I had three interviews yesterday between Dr. Dr. Drew. Um, I had some I had interviews locked uh, lined up with Stu Peters. I can't even remember who I interviewed with because there were so many and so much and so stressful too. But one of the studies I spoke about was one that was published like day before yesterday called Changes of ECG Parameters After Pfizer Vaccine in High School Students, like 15-year-old kids. And the, and the, and the, the author was Chu, C-H-I-U, and it was published in the European Journal of Pediatrics. And what did they find? I'll just get quick. I want to get to the lockdown piece that I had written. They found that 17%, one-seventh, of the teens that they examined had cardiac symptoms, massive surges in cardiac symptoms following the second Pfizer vaccine, second dose. So after the first, the second, not even the booster. And they're finding the, re the researchers have found that cardiac symptoms are common after that second dose. And we're talking about a rise in palpitations, chest pain, dyspnea, dizziness, cardiac symptoms, arrhythmias. This was a very devastating study. Devastating. And people in the FDA and CDC and NIH know about this study, but they will pretend. They will pretend that it doesn't exist. Because from my point of view, these people are criminals, what they're doing. They are pushing a vaccine that does not work and has failed. It does not sterilize the virus and it causes harm. And they know that the more they push it, the more variants will emerge and that this pandemic will never end. I want to talk about um, lockdowns again for a particular reason, because it has to do with a paper I wrote about two years ago. I wrote it with Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Reich, Dr. Ramin Oskwee. Um, Dr. Howard Tenenbaum. And the reason why is because a lot of people want to be revisionists today. They had nothing to do with the lockdowns. They were actually cheering on the lockdowns and benefiting financially. So they, they benefited on the upside. And now that they, we understand the pandemic fraud, they want to benefit on the downside too. So now that everybody against the lockdowns, they want to jump on, I'm against the lockdowns too. But they will never. They're just jumping on the bandwagon. They're frauds. A lot of them even in the freedom movement, the warrior movement. I look, I, I, I'm a very blunt person. They're frauds. It's just about money for them. I'm going to remind you about a paper I wrote. We wrote this 2.5 years ago, about four months after the lockdowns. And we couldn't even get it published for about two years ago. After about four months going to every, every scientific paper, and then we went to op-eds. And finally, AIER published it. And the title was The Catastrophic Impact of COVID Forced Societal Lockdown. I'm telling you again, this was 2.5 years ago. Let me begin. This is my writing. The present COVID inspired, this is after a couple of months of lockdown. We've already seen the data and understanding the devastation and that we're going to kill more people from the lockdowns and the school closures. So I put it in writing. I've been told by AIER and many, many scientists that it is this op-ed that really gave people who decided to write from then on, the bravery to write, 
and to really examine because because I included like a hundred studies in this paper. I can't list them all, but I'm I'm giving you the background here. I'm starting to read it. The present COVID-inspired forced lockdowns on business and school closures. So I dealt with schools in it also. Are and have been counterproductive. They're not sustainable and are quite frankly meritless and unscientific. They have been disastrous and just plain wrong. This is when everybody, even in the Trump administration, were for lockdowns. It was me and Dr. Atlas fighting against the lockdowns. And Dr. McCullough, Osprey, Rich, Tenenbaum joined me on this. I'll continue. Quote, there has been, this is my writing. Quote, there has been no good reason for this. These unparalleled public health actions have been enacted for a virus with an infection mortality rate roughly similar to seasonal influenza. Stanford's Ionides identified 36 studies along with an additional seven, showing that the infection fatality rate ranged from 0 0.00, 0 to 0 0.05, with a median of 0 0.05 across the different global, global locations. Let me write that again. This was over two years ago. We said that the infection fatality rate is and was going to settle down at 0 0.05, and it has. It was not the garbage 3.4 that WHO said, the lies and Fauci. I'm continuing to read what I wrote. Quote, Can one ever imagine the implementation of such draconian regulations for the annual flu? Of course not. Not satisfied with the current and well-documented failures of lockdowns, our leaders are inexplic inexplicably doubling and tripling down and introducing or even hardening punitive lockdowns and constraints. They're locking us down even harder. Indeed, an illustration of the spurious need for these ill-informed actions is that they are being done in the face of clear scientific evidence showing that during strict prior societal lockdowns, school lockdowns, mass mandates, and additional restrictions, the number of positive cases went up. So I was saying at that point that after about three to four months, we already had data showing us that with all of the lockdowns we had started since March 2020 to maybe around June 2020, all of the cases went up, whether for school closures, business closures, whatever. I'm speaking again, open quote. It is also noteworthy that these irrational and unreasonable restrict restrictive actions are not limited to any one jurisdiction such as the U.S., but shockingly have occurred across the globe. It is stupefying as to why governments whose primary role is to protect their citizens are taking these punitive actions despite the compelling evidence that these policies are misdirected and very harmful, causing palpable harm to human welfare on so many levels. It's tantamount to insanity what governments have done to their populations and largely based on no scientific basis. None, zero. In this, we have lost our civil liberties and essential rights, all based on spurious, specious science or worse, opinion. And this erosion of fundamental freedoms and democracy is being championed by government leaders who are disregarding the Constitution, USA, and Charter of Rights and Freedoms in Canada that limits their right and make and enact policy. These unconstitutional and unprecedented restrictions 
have taken a staggering toll on our health and well-being and also target the very precepts of democracy, particularly given the fact that this viral pandemic is no different in overall impact on society than any previous pandemics. There is simply no defensible rationale to treat this pandemic any differently. Close quote. This is a long paper. You can find this paper still at, the, at AIER. But if you go to my substack, Alexander COVID News, you can find I wrote this in response to Dr. McCullough and, Dr. and John Lee. So what I want to do is I want to remind you again that, that this America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on iHeartRadio Network. You can also listen on our media player from any browser, anywhere in the world. All my podcasts, all my uh, talk shows go to podcasts the following day. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and iHeart uh, Podcast. Um, you can go to the America Out Loud, our shows or schedule, and look for Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Look. I mentioned before that I support a company called The Wellness Company. That's twc.health. Find it, twc.health. You will find a range of really, really potent, really good nutraceuticals and supplements that you could consider. Find me on my substack, Alexander COVID News. Uh, my website is drpaulalexander.com. You could also support me by going to Zell and sr7283 at gmail.com. Look, I also wrote that book showing you how President Trump was toppled by Fauci and Burks and the CDC. It's called Presidential Takedown. You can find it at Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Please consider the book. Thank you very much once again for listening and supporting us. Grateful.